wonder if there's been a moment in your marriage, and I'm going to speak to you husbands, um, you thought everything was fine. You thought it was right. Whoopsies, I was so wrong. Now, Greg, I'm coming to you because you have so many stories. God has allowed you to have this great collection of stories <laughs> where uh, I'm sure you've got something that ties into this. You were wrong. You just didn't know it. Yeah, it's shocking as this may sound. One time... I thought I would do a, a great thing for our apartment by rearranging our little master bedroom. I, in my mind, thought, but there's a way better use of space here. So I can I didn't relate to this. Think about <laughs> asking Erin. She was, as a nurse, working at the hospital that yeah. night. And so I totally redid our entire bedroom. We moved every piece of furniture, just redid the whole thing. And then turned the lights off and went to bed thinking when Aaron gets home, she'll see what I've done. She's I've be invested. So happy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Who knows what'll this. happen? Mm. Well, I never thought that she would take her contacts out and not be able to see very well, just try <laughs> to get into our room without turning lights on, to to be considerate of me sleeping. And so she gets into our room and trips over. <laughs> You know, something I had moved, God. and she doesn't know what's going on. She's screaming, you know, falls, knocks into the corner of the oh, room. There's knocks blood a pair involved, of I'm sure. Skis yeah. over this <laughs> antique pair of skis that we had. It knocks the one shelf that I had repositioned and knocked every one of her precious moment figurines off the wall. They crash, and the skis continue to land next to the bed. And so I wake up <laughs> thinking that, that... Finally, finally yeah, I wake up. That yeah. We're being robbed. It's a burglar, all this yeah. noise. And so I just tried to get out of there, forgetting that I've rearranged our room and ran smack into the wall. Oh, my word. So <laughs> what started is what I thought would be this really cool gesture ended yeah. up as a disaster. Oh, my. Well, we've all been there at some level, and uh, it's good to laugh about these moments after the pain subsides. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. Let's go ahead and uh, hear part of a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Julie Slattery. She's got a funny story that kind of relates to all this. You had a really kind of funny and lighthearted story about you and Mike taking a trip in Colorado that alludes to this thing of submission. What yeah. happened? Yeah. So uh, we were driving out to the mountains, and you guys know this drive well because you live in Colorado, but... Uh, I usually drive when we drive in the mountains because I get car sick if I don't drive. So there's this long stretch of highway, and it's two lanes, and there's nobody usually on it. Highway so, 24. Yes, this you is know on it. the other side of Wilkerson <laughs> you know Pass. I yeah. don't know that. Yes. And so you may feel the same way as my husband. He's like, this is time where you can go a little faster and make up some lost time. And so Absolutely. He, yeah, so I was already going a little over the speed limit, but he's like, come on, Jules, you can do more than that. Like. <laughs> You can go a little faster. Mike. So, yeah. So I start going faster. And wouldn't you know it, we pass a police officer and we see the lights. And I'm like, I was so mad at him. I'm like, this is your fault. Like, you were telling me to go faster. And he's like, I know. I know. I'll take care of it. You just be quiet. I'll, you know, I'll, he's, I mean, he meant it like, you don't have I'll, to say anything. He was going to, to protect anything. you. I will take responsibility. Yes. This is my fault. I'll get the so ticket. So he knew I was pretty upset. So, yeah, so the police officer comes to the window, says, uh, do you know how fast you were going? And my husband immediately says, I just want you to know it's my fault. I was telling her to go fast. And the officer says, so should I write you the ticket? And Mike was like, yeah, if you need to, I'll take it. 
So uh, the police mm. officer goes back to his cruiser, and we're waiting in the tension. And I'm looking at my husband like, this is your <laughs> <Love> fault. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, I'm sorry, you're right. And so about five minutes later, the officer comes back, and he says to me, ma'am, I'm not going to write you a ticket, but I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Next time, don't listen to your husband. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Probably the best lesson he ever it taught. Was. You know, You know, and that is a fun story, but I do think it shows that there are times where women should not listen to their husbands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times where husbands are taking the relationship or the family or just making decisions that are ungodly or unwise. And if a woman thinks submission means always just going along with things, she's not understanding what God is actually calling her to do. Yeah. I I wonder um, in that healthy biblical context, give us examples where that works, where there's tension and or there's a need for resolution. Yeah. What is a healthy expression rather than us just talking about the negative side of yeah. mm-hmm. that? What does a healthy challenge look like? Yeah, a really good question, Jim. Yeah, I think what we have to understand is submission is an attitude of the heart. I, when we look at Peter's letter um, to the church, he talks to wives about having a quiet and submissive spirit. And then he uses the example of, do you know the biblical woman he uses the example of in that passage? Uh, doesn't come to me right okay. now. But... All right. It's Sarah. Okay. Yeah. So he says, be like Sarah and don't give in to fear. Now, if we look at the story of Sarah and Abraham, was Sarah a quiet woman? Doesn't seem so. No, she was. She had. <laughs> she, she had. She uh, could not contain. Opinion. No, yes. she had lots of opinions. But here, Peter is saying she had a quiet and submissive spirit, hmm. and so submission is about your spirit. It's not about whether your mouth is moving. It's the attitude of I'm not going to take you down with my words. I'm going to build you up with them, even if they're constructive words of criticism. And the other thing Peter says is don't give way to fear. Uh, When women don't have the right spirit in marriage, they're giving way to fear in one way or the other. Either they're afraid to use their voice and they become weak, or they give way to fear by being manipulative, controlling, dominant. And so submission is really how do I use my power in a way that's not reacting with fear. Yeah. And there's all sorts of applications to this. For example, let's say a woman needs to confront her husband's pornography use. Mm-hmm. Uh, one way of being fearful is I'm not going to confront it because they'll get mad. Another way of being fearful is yelling, being demanding. Uh, you get this taken care of right now. That's not an inviting intimacy. So she would approach this where, first of all, bathe in, in prayer. But honey, there's something very important that I need to talk to you about. I'm aware of your pornography use, and it offends me. I believe it, believe it offends God because it's not his design. And this is true in a lot of situations. I know that this is something that started when you were a teenager or younger, and I know it's a battle, and I'll be with you in that battle, mm. but I'm not okay with this going unaddressed. Wow, that is powerful. You know, because I, my guess would be that a man's greatest fear is that if this is exposed, I lose her. Right. It's rather shame. Rather than fighting through mm-hmm. it. Right. And we talked about, we've had some broadcasts that have addressed that. And if the, that's where you're at, definitely go mm-hmm. uh, to focus on the family's website or contact us to help find a way to work through that and get to a better place. Well, Aaron, there are 
uh, a lot of things there in what Julie just said. Um, there might be somebody thinking, I don't have a husband who's going to own any mistake ever. So what's your encouragement to that wife? Yeah, that's rough because I can't control what he does or what he's willing to do. And so what I would say is there's an opportunity for me to look at him through the lens of, I wonder what's really going on underneath. I'm seeing him resist owning poor behavior. Hmm. And I wonder what's really driving that. And looking underneath, thinking, gosh, is, does he feel like a failure? Does he feel like a disappointment? Does he feel not good enough? What is going on? And it's just helpful to see that. Granted, I would also say addressing it is important to let him know outside of a time that it's going on, so not during the middle of a conflict, bringing it up in a soft, gentle way that, hey, this is what I notice. And I'm wondering in those times, what is going on inside of you? I'm so mm. curious. I really want to understand you. I want to get you. And, you know, he may or may not be able to do that. What I will say is a preface, abuse of any sort is not okay. So if this is at the cost of you, it's removing yourself from that conversation. And it, it's also bringing professionals in to help you guys navigate that that difficult road. Mm -hmm. That's good. And if you don't have a professional to help you navigate, we do. Uh, we have a team of caring Christian counselors, and uh, they can help you walk through some of these uh, dynamics, some of the struggle. They can offer some insight, some uh, scriptural support, some prayer, and some resources. And uh, our counseling team is a phone call away. Our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. And we'll link over to additional resources and help in our show notes. Uh, one item of note is Dr. Julie Slattery's great book, Finding the Hero in Your Husband. That's really been popular over the years. And after hearing Julie, I know you uh, can understand why. Uh, we're making that book available for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. So uh, donate today and request that book, Finding the Hero in Your Husband. Julie's going to be back next time to share about encouraging your husband uh, to lead well. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.